When it comes to legal immigration, it's a broken system. It shouldn't take someone 10 years to become a citizen. So, <clears throat> but what we need to do is reform it. So for too long, Republican and Democrat presidents dealt with immigration based on a quota. We'll take X number this year, we'll take X number next year, the debate is on the number. It's the wrong way to look at it. We need to do it based on merit. We need to go to our industries and say, what do you need that you don't have? So think agriculture, think tourism, think tech. We want the talent that's going to make us better. Then you bring people in that can fill those needs. We are in an era of challenges and changes. It is also an era of hope. The world needs China and the United States to work together for a better future. We, the largest developing country, that is China, and the largest developed country, the United States, we must get along with each other. In a world of changes and chaos, it is ever more important for us to have the mind, assume the vision, shoulder the responsibility, and play the role that come along with our status as major countries. China is ready to be a partner and friend of the United States. The fundamental principles that we follow in handling China-U.S. relations are mutual respect, peaceful coexistence, and win-win cooperation. Just as mutual respect is a basic code of behavior for individuals, it is fundamental for China-U.S. relations. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, Social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say. And it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. Whatever stage of development it may reach, China will never pursue hegemony or expansion and will never impose its will on others. China does not seek spheres of influence and will not fight a cold war or a hot war with anyone. China will remain committed to dialogue and oppose confrontation and build partnerships instead of alliances. It will continue to pursue a mutually beneficial strategy of opening up. The modernization we are pursuing is not for China alone. We are ready to work with all countries to advance global modernization featuring peaceful development, mutually beneficial cooperation and common prosperity, and to build a community with a shared future for mankind. What happens, he comes out of the gate, he hits the female chair of the party, he hits the female anchor on the platform, and then he hits me, and I'm not saying anything. I ain't saying I'm just saying. But he might have a girl problem. Yeah. I'm just saying he might have a girl problem.
being positive? Is this constructive? The answer is absolutely. And Admiral, considering how bad relations had gotten, yeah. considering the fact we could not get Chinese military leaders on the phone, uh, considering everything that was going on, and I will say the fear of a regional war in the Mideast, the fear of a regional war in Europe, the fear of China using that chaos and a, a stretched uh, United States military uh, to go into Taiwan, all great fears. And this quote, I mean, this is, you and I have spoken about this before, and she sort of has echoed what a lot of foreign policy people have said when he said, turning our backs on each other is not an option. And I realize I'm a nerd, but that is a sexy video right there, baby. (laughs) I want the leaders of the two most powerful nations who have been at odds, whose military have not been in communication over the last year or so, doing this. Yeah. It's a starting point. But that, I, I understand that's all it is. But at least we're at the starting point of rebuilding this relationship. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, so much of life, Joe, is compared to what? And compared to a year ago, when visits of cabinet officials were being canceled, when uh, spy balloons were circling the United States, when ships and planes were bumping in the night. Uh, This is a much, much better day. And, And by the way, I wouldn't understate particularly one of the deliverables, this military to military contact. What really ought to worry us is the idea of a miscalculation Uh, either around Taiwan or in the South China Sea, which China claims in its entirety as a territorial body of water. So you worry not so much about Tony Blinken and Lloyd Austin and, and Joe Biden and their counterparts. You worry about Goose and Maverick flying around in those jets up there. And I'll close with this. I think too much has been made of the dictator comment, you know, sort of right. saying saying that he's a dictator is like saying that Jim Stavridis is a short guy. I am. It's a reality. Um, so I, I, I would I would say Jim Stavridis <laughs> is a learned, learned, respected voice, a giant of a man in foreign policy. But go ahead. Yeah, maybe uh, I, I have picked up a few things along the road of life, but <laughs> I am a short guy. And, uh, and so at the at the end of it all, I, I think I'm, I'm with Richard Haas. It's a good day's work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's probably a quite positive, if not a turning point, final thought. I think there's a little bit of chemistry going on here. And that's OK. You think yeah. back to Reykjavik and Reagan and Gorbachev and how'd that turn out? Eventually, we stopped the Cold War. Right. Could we look back at this moment? I don't know. Let's hope so. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. 
Thursday, 16 November, Year of Our Lord, 2023. I just wanted to show you the, um, the and, and juxtapose um, the nonsense coming out of the, uh, and it's more than appeasement. When um, we talk about elite capture and then Jack Posobiec's uh, construct of elite merger, this is what you're talking about right here. The play yesterday was to the power move was the business meeting, the 400 led by Elon Musk, um, the 400 in the head of Citicorp, and they were paying $40,000 a plate. They would have paid a million dollars a plate. Didn't matter. They wanted to be in the room with Xi to show their support for Xi. That's why he was there. The, the, the meeting with Biden was perfunctory, except for the fact that we gave them what they wanted right before 60 days before the Taiwan election or less than 60 days before the Taiwan election in January 24 is to reinf- reaffirm the one China policy. President Trump, remember, we took the call from the Chinese from the Taiwanese president after we had taken the calls for all the nations that surround China and now have become part of the quad. He took that call and they freaked out. They freaked out so much they sent Tiger Yang on a plane the next day to meet with Jared and myself for a couple of days and to try to browbeat us into, you know, why the South China Sea was a territorial sea of China and why um, uh, Taiwan is just a province, uh, you know, a, 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 a rebellious province of China. Strategic ambiguity at its best. And quite frankly, we were blunt that the Taiwan people are free and they're going to have a free election. And you saw what happened. They, they kept voting into office people that are anti-CCP. The reason I juxtaposed it with Nikki Haley, there's a big piece in Axios Day, their lead story of how Zwick and the Romney. Zwick is the is Romney's number one, and he's known as the um, the official kind of uh, establishment Republican establishment big donor guy. He's now on Team Nikki. And what you saw in both of those is this is the business class of America that is absolutely trying to thwart the Trump um, populist movement and Trump nationalist movement. And this nationalist movement, that's maybe one of its leading characteristics is anti-CCP, is anti, they understand that the the dictatorship, and we call him dictator Xi all the time. I'm glad somehow Biden's been watching clips of the war room because he called him a dictator later. At the end of that clip was Jim Stavridis, who's not short. Stavridis is a midget. Okay, a a midget with strategic thinking and that same crowd is the exact same crowd that have been lying to you uh, about Ukraine now for almost two years and have led to the death of 60,000 Ukrainians in the Chernobyl house of Ukraine. Harnwell is going to join us from Rome later. We're going to go through an Asia Times piece of why the CIA director of the United States of America is in Kiev to have meetings with Zelensky, what they call Z-Day, because there's an open rebellion. Remember, the CIA is the guy that took care of I've, I've I've said that the analogy here is President Diem of South Vietnam. Once the American intelligence apparatus is done with you, you're done, and you got to figure it out yourself. 
you know, Diem, uh, the CIA convinced Kennedy and the National Security State convinced President Kennedy that Diem had to go. The generals weren't supporting, but they would get him out of the country, put him in a truck. There'd be a huge coup, but he would get to the airport and the CIA would fly him out. Uh, unfortunately, when the truck got to the tarmac, uh, Diem and his family were executed, right? Either by, directly by agents of the United States government or by, uh, by, um, uh, Grundoons associated with the generals that were the front for the CIA to do the coup. CIA directors in Kiev today for two days of meeting because there's a rebellion inside of the Zelensky government and Stavridis and Morning Joe and these guys are the ones that cheerlead it all over. So now they're putting up nonsense about whether well, it's a wonderful meeting and this was terrific. She, did, are you telling me the guy flew over here in emergency had to have this meeting for what happened yesterday? Just to get Biden to reaffirm the one China policy and open up CUNY, you could have done that. You could have done that over the phone and Biden would have rolled over on on Taiwan uh, over the phone. The whole purpose was to get to the dinner with the business executives to say, we got to stop this decoupling. This is from a guy. She that declared a people's war on us in, in 2019. In May of 2019, the most important geopolitical month so far in the history in, in the first quarter of the 21st century is when China rejected Trump's, uh, you know, to take care of the seven de- the, the Lighthizer deal, rejected that, reinforced after their first one belt, one road conference when Putin showed up and kowtowed to him that, hey, I think we got to play here for the Eurasian landmass. Also said that they weren't going to let social media become as powerful uh, to take down. They could see it taking down Trump and was going to take down Trump, that they wouldn't allow it. They would go to their own standards technologically. In China to make sure they control it. And oh, by the way, make sure the launch of TikTok, which is their propaganda weapon, which is completely changing kids under 25 years old, are becoming not anti-Semitic. They're becoming virulently anti-Israel because of the poison being put in there every day by the Chinese Communist Party. So right now, oh, this is great. We're rebuilding relationships. It's the start of a new day. This is a group, this criminal organization is the one in back of the mullahs, is in back of the, it's, it's, it's done the underwriting and had the back of the entire uh, new holy war in the Middle East. At the same time, it's a full-scale war with the United States. Oh, did I mention? Peter Daszak sat for nine and a half hours yesterday behind closed doors for a on-the-record, under-oath deposition of which Natalie Winters is going to give us heads up later. A lot going on. The business interests in this country are coming together and back a neocon Nikki and dictator Xi to make sure they thwart the populist nationalist uprising led by Donald John Trump. All of that and even more. We're going to get into some numbers. You're going to be shocked over your morning coffee. Warpath. Get some Warpath. Get jacked up. You're in the war room. Back in a moment. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every 10000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. 
Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action have to cater to emotion and not look down on emotion. I think a lot of people in the Democratic side of things look down on emotion, right? And, and, and think that if you're a serious person, you can't cater to emotion. We cannot allow the right to be the only people who speak to feelings. Number two, home. This is a word I heard again and again, that basically we're asking people for votes and for $5. That's it. That's not, as you know, that's not a movement. A movement is people who hang out. A movement is people who cook together. A movement is people who, you know, when I can't help my kid with my homework, someone else in the movement is going to help my kid with the homework. Or if I have an illness, they're going to help my kid in other ways. Um, We need to actually build a social movement, a pro-democracy social movement that is like, when I look at my calendar for a week, I have three different things with people in my neighborhood. We we don't have that. We just have emails for $5. Um, And then third, on this question of country, we can't be down on America. We can't allow ourselves to be defined as as hostile to the idea of America. But we have to tell an alternate story that is, as you said, the story that brought my family, my parents to this country, a story of a country founded on incandescent ideals that were so good that no one who wrote them down was brave enough to live up to them. But doesn't that doesn't impeach the ideals. It impeaches the people and a country that has. Worked- by, by, by the way, though, those words. It, I mean, for me, as, as, as a not that's one of the smartest guys out there on the left and known him for a long time. He um, he understands what we're doing here in building a community, a community that can fight, and a community that can take a punch. Um, I'm going to get back to more of that in a little while. The um, I want to go to last night. The Financial Times are reporting this morning, and I'm going through my papers, I think it's on the front page. Financial Times of London is reporting that when she walked into the room, he got a standing ovation. He got a standing ovation from all 400 business leaders, a standing ovation. Those people, and look, understand what populists, they're the enemy. That's the problem. That's inside the gate. From day one, and Trump started talking about China in the 16 campaign till we actually took action, and I mean real action, against the Chinese Communist Party. And one of the biggest things we did was nomenclature. On this show, you know we spend a lot of time on nomenclature. What is the name of the thing, and what does that mean? Up until that time, there was a lot of amorphous discussion about China and about China and China the enemy. China, No, 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 no. It's the Chinese Communist Party. They're the enemy. The Chinese people are actually our allies, just like in World War II. The Russian people are our allies, just like in World War II. The KGB is our enemy. The CCP is our enemy. Just like here in the United States, FBI, DOJ, hmm, I don't know. Got to defund it. Big problem. 
the national security state moves with its own rhythm. Right there last night, 400 of the leading financiers, capitalists, corporatists, tech executives paying $40,000 a plate gave Xi a standing ovation. Let me repeat this. This is the most murderous dictator uh, that is headed the most murderous criminal element. And they're worse than the Nazis. They're worse than the fascists. They're worse than Imperial Japan. That criminal organization of which the government of the United States in 1949 gave them the keys undeserved, undeservedly gave them the keys to the entire country and betrayed the Chinese people, our wartime ally that had taken 35 million casualties against the uh, Imperial Japanese Army and quite frankly lessened the blow so that at Tarawa and Peleliu and Guadalcanal and New Guinea and Iwo Jima and Okinawa, as bloody as they were and they were bloody beyond comprehension, they would have been 10 times worse. In 1989, we did the exact same thing with the blood still there on Tiananmen Square when people put up the God, the Empress of Democracy, the, the, the copy of the Statue of Liberty. And Deng says this thing's got to be shut down now. Killed tens of thousands throughout all of China. Bush 41 and sent Scowcroft over to cut a deal and to tell them you're going to get most favored nation. You get all of it. The business apparatus in this country from day one has understood because the, the logic of it's quite simple. You got slave labor in China versus, uh, you know, labor you got to pay for and you got to pay pensions for and retirement for here in the United States of America. So let's ship all the jobs over there. The decoupling that's gone on driven by the CCP, but initiated by Trump to say no. We're funding these guys. We're underwriting these guys. The reason they're so powerful and up on our throat is off of our money. The business community fought him from the beginning. Sheldon Adelson, who was his one big donor in 16, had a meeting with him in August of 20 and said, let's you back off China because, I don't know, 90% of the cash flow for Sheldon Adelson and Steve Wynn, the two biggest donors, Wynn's still one of the biggest donors RNC, comes from the casinos of Macau. Let's have an adult conversation. Let's not dance around this. Let's just say it what it is. And Elon Musk, this is what Elon Musk is doing right now to the fanboys. Because you got Shapiro and Candace Owen, they're in that thing over there fighting each other. You got Elon Musk up on Drudge, go to the Mac Daddy. He's retweeting things that, quite frankly, is, uh, is about put, – it's, it's reinforcing in this time when you got, you got uh, last night a riot at the DNC with these out-of-control uh, pro-Palestinian Antifa, BLM, all of that, of which you're going to find later were some of the guys on the buses that working for the FBI that Clay Higgins is talking about on J6 over at the DNC. And Elon Musk is retweeting some of that stuff as a misdirection play, a shiny toy for all, particularly all his fanboys, the fanboys under 30 years old. So the fanboys can go run over there. Why the real play is in San Francisco, the business community. That's what he had to do. It made it too uncomfortable to come there. There's a famous book, little known, called Sun Tzu in Gettysburg. Sun Tzu in Gettysburg. And what uh, Bevins does, uh, Bevin Alexander, uh, takes, and it's not more than just Gettysburg. It has other famous battles throughout history 
Waterloo, uh, I think the Marne, other battles, but focuses on Gettysburg, and it takes the, 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 the strategic concept of Sun Tzu and applies that. We're getting Sun Tzu'd here. These are master, these are master four-dimension chess players. In the link, and this is where Nikki, 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 Nikki comes in, Neocon Nikki. <clears throat> it's quite evident now that DeSantis uh, has collapsed because, as we told you, he's going to collapse. He's just not up to the job, right? Not going to be president of the United States. Uh, Youngkin failed to launch. So they got two choices. They got Nikki or they got Kemp. And it looks like Kemp smart enough to say, hey, look, you know, I hate Trump, but I'm not going to tangle with this guy. I'll wait. So Nikki's in, and, and right, the money's coming together. The same type of money that is in that 400 in giving the standing ovation, giving the standing ovation. Think about that for a second. Everything she has done with TikTok, with coming out after us with unrestricted warfare, with declaring a people's war, with what he's done to the Lao Beijing, what he's done to the Uyghurs, the, the, the concentration camps, all of it. Everything we know now that you can't hide from. And they give him a standing ovation. This shows you what Len- Lenin said it. The capitalists are going to sell, sell us, going to sell the communists the, the rope to hang them. They are totally amoral. And let me go back in time. When President Trump, on the third week of January of 2017, there were, there were two speeches given within 72 hours of each other. One was she went to Davos. And she laid out the same vision he laid out yesterday, a little bit with that opening we had with Biden, but more importantly, last night, that it is a, a, a world without nations, except for China. They're the railhead. You have a network. That's this one belt, one road. And it's all supply of raw materials and component parts back to China as the manufacturing head and then back out at a very low price all the way to Europe. It's a it's a it's a it's a network of it's a system of networks, not countries. And Davos man and there remember Davos man is media, it's hedge funds, it's asset managers, it's money managers, it's uh, you know McKinsey, Goldman Sachs, all the investment bankers, all the uh, all the uh, commercial bankers, all the consultants, Booz Allen, McKinsey, all of them, and they're all in one business. That's the information business. They're inside the velvet rope, and you're not because they have more information. They have more information and knowledge. And at the end of that, you know what they did? They gave him a standing ovation. And Trump, 72 hours later, gave American carnage speech and said, hey, the reason this thing is, is, is the reason this country is where it is is because the elites in this country have sold it out. And back then, what President Trump fought against is the managed decline of our nation as epitomized by the Clintons, the managed decline of our nation. What you see now is the absolute freefall of our nation. And the, and the, the elites have a strategy called the Thucydides Trap, where the declining uh, power, the, 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 the declining power, which is the power, the declining power and the rising power, the declining power makes accommodations so there's not a global conflict. And it makes accommodations around its values so it avoids a conflict. That's what's going on here. Let me repeat. The 400 most prominent business leaders in the United States of America that, um, that get our protection, our military, right? The underwriting of your tax dollars and use your pr- pensions. 
gave the most murderous dictator since the uh, since uh, the the direct heir to Mao Zedong, the most murderous dictator since Mussolini and Tojo and Adolf Hitler a standing O last night. I want you to embrace that. They're the enemy. They're more than collaborationists. They're the ones driving this. And now they're gathering around neoliberal neocon Nikki. All next in the war room. Okay, Environ Cleanse never does this. They just announced a massive Black Friday discount. Let me tell you why this is important. EnviroCleanse is predicting another triple-demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it. That's why I got EnviroCleanse for the war room, the new science in home air purification. The reason is that they are uh, approved by the Pentagon. They're approved by the Department of Defense for Navy combatants. When I was a young ensign and an auxiliary engineer, the uh, air purification came under my auspices, and I can tell you that this is the product that you want because it qualifies to be used on a Navy combatant. EnviroCleanse, the military-grade technology, wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. That's why the Navy chose it, to protect the air on board our Navy ships. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. It's available now for your home with that technology. And do it before a virus takes your whole family down. Right now, you can save 35% during their Black Friday sale. Plus, get fast, free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's EK for EnviroCleanse. ekpure.com and use promo code STEVE35 for 35% off. That's ekpure.com, code STEVE35 for the 35% discount. They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. ekpure.com, action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. If I can get that, let me get that article. I want to put that headline up uh, from the Financial Times so they see I just didn't dream it up. But the Financial Times are reporting the standing ovation. I'm going to get to I got Colonel Harvey and Brian Costello. Here, we're going to bring you a Dave Bratz on deck. Uh, we got a lot of numbers to go through. I want to tie up the Nikki thing before I move, go back to the to the she meeting. You're seeing a, um, with Nikki, read the Axios story. So Zwick is in. He's the Romney. And he's, the, the, he's the establishment's biggest uh, uh, donor wrangler. You're seeing the coming together of Murdoch News, the RNC, and the donors around Nikki as the alternative to Trump. And number one, they're going to hang out at, for the optionality of um, if, if Trump has continued legal problems. And remember today in uh, Colorado, they're going to rule on the 14th Amendment to take him off the ballot. But they're sitting there hanging out about if any of that happens. But more importantly, they figure, hey, if we can get 15 or 20, 25 percent of the vote going forward, everything they consolidate or like the 20% or 15% of the never-Trump vote or the people that are just angry with Trump in these primaries, Nikki, she'll have the money, she'll hang out, and, and she'll be on the white couch every morning on, on Murdoch News with the cheerleading crowd, you know, cheering with the pom-poms out. That, you know, they got, a, they got optionality. It's a free option. Because, number one, 
you never know what's could happen. And she could go and she's positioned. She got everything. She got Murdoch. She got the RNC. And that's why they're doing these debates. These debates now are just to continue to profile her, platform her. Because there's no need for the Keebler elves to have it. But as the winner of the Keebler elves and somebody that's, a, that's acceptable to the money class is uh, they will then force Nikki, wait for it, next summer, they'll then force Nikki on as the vice president on Trump's ticket. They're saying, hey, you need a, a woman. Nikki's there, although, you know, and right now she's backed off saying the negative things she says about Trump all the time. Like, I'll support the nominee. Won't say his name, but I'll support the nominee. They'll force her into their forces VP and then her thing. She'll be prime minister and run the administration. This is their plan. She can't beat Trump. It's not about beating Trump. It's about hanging around the rim long enough in case somebody, you know, they somehow a, the, Trump shoots a brick in this legal. She gets the rebound. She's there. She's either steps in if there's a problem, which I think is quite remote to zero. But as importantly, they she's the embed. She's the donor embed, the, and, and then it's poisonous. And they're going to force it in the summer by saying, hey, well, she ran all the way through the thing. She's number two. She's got 25%. She's got, you know, we can unite the party. You unite the party. You unite the party. And then her poison starts from day one. So this is the plan, quite, quite, quite obvious. The merger, the coming together of the Murdoch news, the RNC. This is why Ron has got to go. They got you. Got to stop this madness right now. There shouldn't be any more of these debates. This is all to thwart Trump's movement and to further try to isolate Trump. I want to bring in Derek Harvey. Derek, uh, you're one of the smartest guys I know, and you've got a proven track record. Whether helping us get out of the mess in Iraq or or helping President Trump on your on the National Security Council. You, you know, because you and I talked about it, that that Davos speech, you know, and that was set up. You know, he came right before that was the globalist speech versus the nationalist first inaugural address of President Trump, the American carnage speech. Last night, you saw it in all its glory. What who what type of person would give she and what he stands for and what he is personally? How many people he's had murdered? How many people he's had imprisoned? How many people he's destroyed? One of the most awful individuals in mankind's history, to be blunt about it, to sit there and give him a standing ovation shows you that they're, 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 they're beyond amoral. That group is a problem. That is a cancer, a cancer, a cancer inside American society. Derek Harvey. Well, I couldn't say it any better myself, Steve. The 400 people that gave the applause to President Z are empty vessels. They have no moral foundation. They are all about money and enriching themselves as corporate overlords over the sheep of America as they look at it. They make excuse after excuse for China and China's actions, and they're in there trying to make money, and they are leveraging their positions in American society to influence at the local, state, and federal level policies that are undermining our economic security, exporting jobs, devaluing American currency. At the same time, everything they're doing is undermining our national security. We are financing our enemy an existential threat, but this administration plays around with the words. 
They do not actually believe that China is an existential threat because they pass laws or establish actions that are going to somehow restrict exports of of chip technology to China, but then they don't enforce it because it goes on and it goes on. Now, just one thing, Steve, these 400 people represent the folks at the House Intelligence Committee. They represent the industries that the House Intelligence Committee was looking at as vehicles for Chinese influence into America, undermining American national security. It's GM, it's Boeing, it's Apple, it's Microsoft, it's business companies that are in the, in the military industrial complex, it's the entertainment industry, it's Hollywood. These are the people that are amplifying Chinese messages, nothing to see here, and amplifying messages that are directly tearing down American values and institutions. They should be ashamed and they should all be blacklisted. The way to blacklist them, and I'm bringing Brian Cassell here in a second, the way to blacklist them is just to continue these investigations of uh, what Mike Turner and the RNC, this is another example of Republicans not having the guts to do what they should do. And that is continue these investigations. I mean, Gallagher, and there's a thing in Ad Week, uh, Natalie's going to talk about when she comes on, and again tonight at 5 o'clock, that the Jon Stewart show has been pulled, Adweek's reporting that Apple pulled it under pressure from the CCP, the John Stewart Show, and comments he was making about the CCP. But you, you've seen it. We, we have, we, we, we have um, you know, you have Sequoia, you have these huge donors, and they were all over this dinner last night. You have these people. The investigations couldn't be clearer. Why are we not pressing forward on these investigations? Is that to me or... Or Brian, Steve. Yeah, that's to you, Derek. No, you you take no, it. I want to get Brian on TikTok. Well, the House, House You were there. You ran you you ran the House Intelligence Committee. Why are we not investigating? Well, that's Mike Turner and you know Mr. McCarthy as the former speaker and the rest of the Uniparty elite. To in in fact, the chairman of the House Foreign Intelligence Committee worked very hard to expunge harsh, no effective, not harsh, effective recommendations from the House Republican report on China in October of 20. That uniparty elite, those folks, they do not fight hard for the American worker or American national security. They are pawns. Just look at the money that flowed into Mike McCarthy and others like Turner from Sequoia and others that are tied to the Chinese influence efforts. We have a cancer within our leadership, and we need to work hard to expunge it with transparency and sunlight. Uh, Brian Costello, there's something going on here that folks should understand right now in this uh, the information war on on the, the new holy war, the the jihad against uh, against Israel, but it's really a jihad against the West and specifically the United States, backed by the Chinese Communist Party but really driven by the Persians and, uh, and Qatar's financing of the Muslim Brotherhood. Um, TikTok is now, it, it, this is a dangerous national security weapon against the United States of America. And you can tell that in this, in how they're polluting these young people uh, with information coming out right now. 
about Israel and the United States, but it's also it's also crushing us in every other way when the Chinese will not even let it uh, will virtually not let it in mainland China get near their children. Brian Costello, why why is this happening and why can't we stop it? You know, Steve, you you you, uh, you quoted Lenin on the top of the show, and I think the quote today would go something like that: "The capitalist funded the short form video platform of their adversary." Uh, that started to undermantle and dismantle their society, right? Undermine and dismantle their society, right? So if, if, if you look, sitting at the table was KKR, BlackRock, Blackstone, a bunch of these guys are investors in TikTok. At the very same time, these guys are giving Xi a standing ovation, uh, short-form video platform controlled by the Chinese with Neil Shen from Sequoia on the board of directors and many of his cronies in leadership positions is pushing viral content that glorifying Osama bin Laden's letter to America, you know, and Derek can probably comment on some of the content with that. So if you look at these guys on the board of TikTok, right, uh, Philip LaFont, Kotu, Danchek, uh, all these guys, right, General Atlantic, Kotu, um, uh, Susquehanna, you know, Yass is, is, is a big supporter on the conservative side uh, from Susquehanna, where Danchek is. So these guys write checks to the donors, too. So when Gallagher pushed out his letter uh, confronting China on funding weapons, and one of those weapons was TikTok, right? Guess how many people in Congress retweeted that letter or supported it or made a comment? How many? Zero. Not one colleague, you know. <laughs> and this is similar to what when Colonel Harvey and Nunes and those guys were going through the Russia Gate and the weaponization of the Justice Department. What Nunes and, and, and Colonel Harvey were investigating, which is how China is using the business elite to destroy America from within, there's no support for that investigation because they're all getting their political coffers. Uh, you know, you talked at the beginning of the show about, uh, you know, the cheap labor in China. But one of the things that she's done that's also smart is he's given the elite investment opportunities. Right. Cherry picked investment opportunity. So that's why you see BlackRock. Yes. Blackstone. Uh, those guys sitting at the table last night. Right. They have massive investments in China with huge returns. Unbelievable. Um, Brian, you've been putting up stuff on Twitter that's unbelievable about this. People can kind of follow it just by your Twitter feed. What, can you give people your Twitter feed? How do they get how do they get access to you? Because you're on this many times a day. And if you read your Twitter feed, you can kind of understand what's going on with the links you're providing. So where do they go? Yeah, it's just uh, Twitter BP Costello, you know, and I don't, I don't know if we want to talk about it now, Steve, you know, one of the Sequoia partners last night stood up Sean McGuire, uh, you know, and, and Sequoia is one of the biggest investors in TikTok, And obviously Sean's on the board and he called out the going viral at the same time. She's, he didn't talk about the same time she's here. But this Osama bin Laden letter to America going viral on TikTok. TikTok has a logarithms to make things go viral. Like this was done purposefully to divide America from within. A hundred percent. Colonel Harvey, give me 30 seconds. I'm going to have you guys hang over. Give me 30 seconds on Osama bin Laden's The Letter to America, which is decades <laughs> old. Why would it go Why, why would it go viral? Now? I'll tell you what. Hang on. We'll, we'll, let's take a break and we'll come back after the break. Brian Costello is right. They have an information warfare platform that is immensely powerful. She said back in 19 when they made the thing that they weren't they were going to shut down the entrepreneurs, Jack Ma and these guys. 
because they said we need to control all this social media because it's more powerful than nuclear weapons because it can control an entire society. Our enemy here is very smart. Nikki, you can't call them smart. You can't call Hezbollah smart. They're evil. Yeah, gal, I got that. They are evil. We understand that. Check that box. But they're also very smart, very tough, and very dangerous. Next in the world. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's Friday 76. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code Friday 76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code Friday 76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday76. Read a letter to America. It is literally the craziest thing I've read in a while. And while I can't say that I'm that surprised, I am pretty shocked. So go read it and tell me what you think, because I really also need to talk to other people about this. And actually, before you even read the letter, I did want to mention... In reading the letter, I could only think of this tweet that I saw the other day. Under settler colonialism, any kind of resistance is branded as terrorist because the only acceptable violence is violence by the occupier. This is f***ing insane. I just read Osama bin Laden's letter to America, which I will be going through right here, but it's actually so mind to me that terrorism has been sold as this idea to the American people and honestly just so many Western inhabitants within certain nations that this group of people, this random group of people just suddenly wakes up one day and just f***ing hates you, just wants you dead, wants you gone. And this is all because they believe that they're better than us. Like that is the root of terrorism. It doesn't make sense. They just hate your nation. But reading this letter, it becomes apparent to me that the actions of 9-11 and those acts committed against the USA and its people were all just the buildup of our government failing other nations. I want to preface this by saying that I'm not Muslim, I'm Jewish, but I've noticed something and I'm sure a lot of Muslims have also noticed this, that through, you know, this entire thing with Palestine, so many more people are learning about Islam and so many more people are reading the Quran. I've read the Quran. I love the Quran. I think it's a beautiful piece of text. I think that it's wonderful and it has so much incredible history in it, just like so many different spiritual texts and religious texts. But like, it just makes me. 
you would continue on there to one of the young women says it's a feminist. The Quran's a feminist text. I kid you not. Uh, for a generation that doesn't know anything because they really weren't taught anything in school or they weren't taught even how to think and weren't given access to the classics of the Judeo-Christian West. And they really don't and have not really understood the Bible, the Old Testament. They have not understood the New Testament. But more than that, they, they haven't studied Thucydides or any of the uh, great Greek Historians are the Romans. They haven't read the original text. You know, if you go back and look at the Harvard classics, not only do you get the original text of the classics of uh, of ancient times, but you get on the page facing, you get Greek or Latin. Because most of these individuals at the time can either read Latin or Greek and argue about the interpretation and translation of certain words. That's what, that's the shoulders of giants we stand on. And here you got today and TikTok is because they've perfected something even more than Twitter. They've perfected short videos for people who don't read. This generation doesn't read. So they come up front the Quran and the way they present the Quran, you have Jewish, young Jewish women and young Christian women either converting to Islam or saying, man, this text is unbelievable. It's a feminist text. You know, the Old Testament is uh, the patriarchy and the, and the New Testament's the patriarchy. And you've got this, you got this situation now with Osama bin Laden's letter that they're all joining the resistance. Last night, there was a riot at the DNC headquarters in town. I think five or six cops were hurt, police officers. Derek Harvey, uh, the letter from Osama, why, why is this a, this is a national security threat, Nikki Haley. This is a national security threat right here, that they're pouring this into our generation. TikTok should be banned, and it should be banned, like, by high noon today. Derek Harvey. Well, absolutely. This is Chinese manipulation behind it, just like Brian said. But here's the thing. You, you made the point about lack of knowledge about the classics. But TikTok is promoting false narratives, false history, and false facts about the region, Palestine, Jewish history. They're also promoting false history and false facts about climate and about gender issues and things like that to sow division. But most of these people don't know that 980,000 Jews were kicked out of Arab countries in 1948 and afterwards and told to go to Israel. They don't know that Jews lived there continuously practicing their faith for over 3,000 years and they were conquered time and time again and oppressed. Who are the colonizers here and who are the occupiers? I would ask that question, depending upon when you start the clock, what point on the calendar you look at. Here are the, okay, it's simple. Here are the, this is what the CCP is driving to. It's not Israel and the, and the Jews. It's, it's the United States of America. It's the Anglo-Protestants very shortly, you're going to be the colonizers, the settlers, the pioneers, the people that 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 have were the foundational element in building this country from a vast wilderness into the greatest power on earth are very shortly going to be demonized. Why do you think they're meeting outside and they're having these protests in front of Columbus, the Columbus statue? It's obvious what's going on. It's obvious what our our enemy, the, the existential threat the CCP is going to push and is pushing right now as a predicate. And if you can't see that, you don't really understand what's happening here. And yet 
The people that are making the money off the algorithms, the people making the money off the technology, the people uh, that that are their collaborators at best and their partners at worst. Because she said yesterday, you've got two choices. You can either partner with thus, right, as strategic competitors, or you're an enemy. There's no middle ground. Even CNN reported that. Derek, I got to bounce. Derek, how do people uh, follow you now more than ever? DerekHarvey.org on the web, and then Colonel D. Harvey at Twitter, and at Truth Social, it's at Derek Harvey. That's D-E-R-E-K-H-A-R-V-E-Y. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, brother. Uh, Brian, one more time, the, the, your uh, social media, particularly the Twitter feed, because uh, people can really understand this if they go to that and you hit your links. Yeah, it's, uh, Steve, it's Twitter at VP Costello. And I, I'd pose a quick question. Why did Thank this you. go viral? On, why did this go viral on TikTok and not Instagram? 100 percent. It's, it's the algorithm. The, the, the Chinese Communist Party is pushing it and everybody associated with it should be ashamed of themselves. But they're shameless. So they're not the, that we have to take action. And you're going to have to go against the people making money. The 400 people giving him a standing ovation, giving the most murderous dictator of the 21st century a standing ovation. They've chosen their side. What side are you on? Make sure I know you got to get jacked up uh, for the war room. One of the best ways to do it, Warpath Coffee. This is my baby. Tej Gill and the team over there done an incredible job. Warpath.coffee, uh, promo code WARROOM. The dark roast, best ever made. The mild roast, pretty darn good. I'm kidding. They're excellent, too. I'm just a dark roast guy. The Mariner's Blend, dark roast. Warpath.coffee, the acid's been taken out, not acidic. It'll get you jacked up. Like you're going to have to be in the second hour, back in 90 seconds. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it, you wake up thinking about it. Now here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done With Debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done With Debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done With Debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time-sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's donedebt.com. Donewithdebt.com. Go there today. Action, action, action. Stop the worrying. Take action. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China. And medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace 
case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.